What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Oversharing with Cher. Sharina, that's my name. Sharina. (laughs) Yeah, still trying to figure out that intro. It's fine. It's fine. So, yeah. So, today's Father's Day. We're just going to get right into it, by the way. Um, Today is Father's Day, and I know I didn't do a podcast for Mother's Day, but... Both of my parents are equally important to me, so um, I'm pretty much doing this podcast as a PSA for mothers and fathers in my life and in your life. I wanted to start out by saying, basically, that to all of my mothers and fathers out there, who have friends that don't have kids. Sorry, I'm closing my water bottle. Um, Friends that don't have kids, or you have the mom or dad guilt, the parental guilt of, you know, oh, we can't go to this or we can't go to that because we have our kids blah, 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 um, don't automatically assume that just because you have your kids, people don't want to see you. No. I will say that this has definitely been something that has been on my mind for a while, and it was really, um, brought to actual attention or, um, put in correct words from a TikTok that <laughs> my friend sent me the other day. And when I say the other day, it was probably like two weeks ago, last week, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm ADHD, so time blindness is a real thing. Um, in certain, certain scenarios, and this just happens to be one of them. But the girl in the video was talking about her best friend. And how basically, like, don't ever, don't ever think that I don't want you to come because you have your kids. Like, don't think that I ever, don't think that I ever don't want you to hang out with me because you have your kids. Because she was like, she was like, I want your children to be there. And she she goes on to talk about how, like, I understand if it was the bar or skydiving or something like that. And then, yeah, like, don't bring your kids because it's just inappropriate and, you know, whatever. But with, like, everything else, like, yeah, I want you to bring your kids. And so my friend sent me, actually sent me that, and she was like, thank you for being this person, you know. And the way I see it is my friends... Whether you have birthed or adopted children, they are an extension of you. And if I love you and I care about you, like as an actual person, like actually love you and care about you, I'm going to love and care about your kids also. You know, there's a reason why... There's a reason why my best friend and I always joke all the time whenever we go out 
you know, people think that we're a couple. And so we have to be, (laughs) she's a single mom. And so, you know, her, her son and her daughter, they're, they're still really young. And, um, you know, like, like we, we have to kind of remind her kids, or at least the one that can talk currently that I'm aunt. So in public, they call me Aunt Sharina or Aunt Rena or or whatever. Just you know what I mean? Just because like we we live in a small town and you know, just it's just one of those things. Um she and I are both straight women and that's totally fine. You know, whatever you choose to do in your life, that's totally fine. Um I don't judge anybody whatever. Um but like, I just, I just want, just want to put that out there. I'm not saying that to be offensive to anybody at all. Like, I love every person that I come in contact with. So, like, don't take this personal. Don't take this as attack or anything. Um, when I say that, like, like, we have to remind my, my friend's daughter or, like, when we're talking to each other, you know, I refer to my friend as mommy and my friend refers to me as Aunt Sharina, um, you know, and, but that also helps to establish, you know, the relationship that I have with her children as well. So, um, so yeah, like, but to, to continue with my original point instead of, uh, continuing down that rabbit trail, um, yeah, like, I love her children probably about as much as I would love my own. If I had my own, um, I plan on having my own someday, but I want to do it organically and with the husband involved. So, (laughs) so yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I love her children. Her children love me. You know, she trusts me. I trust her. Her kids trust me. I sometimes trust her kids because let's face it, like they are kids, um, And, you know, when you're raising kids, you have to set boundaries. So sometimes, (laughs) sometimes if you laugh at something that they shouldn't have done and it's like throwing a ball at my face or whatever, and it was an accident, you know, the kid might be like, oh, they thought it was funny. Let me do it again. And then they do it and it actually hurts. Or, you know, I shouldn't have laughed at that the first time kind of thing. Um, So if you're a parent or a guardian of some sort or just raise children in general, uh, you know what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah, like I said, um, when it comes to, you know, when it, when it comes to doing things with my friend, of course she's going to exercise caution and she is, you know, every once in a while, you know, if I suggest we go do something, she'll remind me, well, I'm going to have the kids and, like, 99% of the time, I'm like, dude, that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. You know, I don't know. Um, like, I, I have no problem. Okay, so my car, I will say, like, let me, <laughs> I know I just, like, cut off two or three sentences in a row there, but this is my thought process. My car is all leather, black interior. It's like a... It's it's not a low-end car, but it's not a high-end, so it's, like, middle of the road there. Uh, it, it's a very nice car. 
However, I don't mind that when we put the car seats, well, when she puts the car seats in the back of my car, because I still have no idea really what I'm doing. And I would also, you know, I know that she trusts herself more than she trusts me. And I trust her more than she trusts me when it comes to putting in car seats. And, you know, until, you know, until I have my own, my own children, it's, it's going to be, is going to be not the same mindset. Um, but, you know, can I put a car seat in? Yeah, I'm sure I could figure it out. Well, I put it in the right way. Yeah, I'm sure I could figure it out. But, you know, if you, if you want something done right, you've got to do it yourself. So while she's putting in car seats, I'm wrangling children. I can at least get shoes on, you know, grab the diaper bag, whatever. Uh, holler at them to get out the door, scoop up the, the tiny one and, you know, Hurting toddlers is like hurting cats. So, like I said, if you're a parent or a guardian or you deal with small children regularly, you know you know what I'm saying. Um, but I don't mind whenever she takes the car seats out and we've spent the afternoon or the evening together and, you know, we're in my car and she takes the car seats out. I don't care. That there's crumbs and sticky stuff all in my back seat. I don't care that, you know, Sprite or apple juice or what, I don't even know what it was, uh, has spilled <laughs> in my, my parking brake lever and it sticks. Like, I have an electric or a motorized parking brake in my car. It's really annoying. Um... But the button sticks, so like it's really hard to <laughs> to pull it up, and it goes back really slow. Um, but my reasoning is is like I can I can easily take some like rubbing alcohol and an old toothbrush and just you know get in there and do that. Have I done it lately? No. Why? Because it's not a big deal to me. It's not a huge deal. You know. Um. wearing clothes and with her youngest still teething and drooling and and he can't really talk yet (laughs) you know I don't care when I go over there and I get slobber and snot and food and suckers like, like I don't care if any of that stuff gets on me I don't. Why? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The clothes are replaceable. The children and the memories are not. You know, um, I love my best friend, if you can't tell. Today is also her birthday, and so that's why I'm like, my best friend. Like we've been through a lot of things. We've been through a lot of stuff together. And what's crazy is, is we've been through, um, we've been through a lot of the same stuff at the same time since we've known each other. And I feel like that's definitely something that has made our friendship and our bond even stronger. 
um, we compare ourselves to yin and yang where you know we're like uh, I'm the dark on the outside with the light on the inside and she's the light on the outside with the dark on the inside um, you know uh, we she grew up hard she had to grow up fast and you know she learned a lot of life lessons before I did which is totally fine but I also feel like I give her the love and the support and the acceptance that, you know, that she, that she's lacked in her life. And, you know, it's just, I love her. Like I said, she's my best friend. Absolute best friend. Um, your real friends also aren't aren't going to be the ones and I keep this is definitely a theme that I've seen a lot too and I don't know if it's just because um, I don't know if it's just because it is a popular topic of conversation currently um, or if my brain has just been adjusted to seeing things like this you know your your Raz your it's like your Reticular activation system, RAS. Um, I think that's how you say it. Anyways, um, it's like whenever, you know, whenever you see, so I'm going to tell my age a little bit. When I was a teenager, I was obsessed with Toyota Celicas when they came out. Um, I think Need for Speed Underground for that. PlayStation 2. And... Um, the first time I ever saw one, I was like, oh my God, that car is beautiful. I don't know how long the car had actually been out on the market, available for purchase. But once I saw that car and once I obsessed over that car after, you know, Google search, image search, everything, I started seeing them everywhere on the road. That's called Raz. But when it comes to this particular topic, um, like I said, I don't know if it's just something that is really common right now or if I'm just activated to seeing it. Um, but a lot of stuff that I've been seeing talks about how if your friends... Like, if you lose a friend because you stop putting in an effort, it's not, like, it's it's pretty much because the friendship was only one-sided. And once you stepped back, they ran away. Because they weren't the ones that was putting in the effort. And so, um, you know, I'm definitely one of those friends also that I like having my alone time you know sometimes and and this is definitely something that I'm trying to get better about um especially especially being as old young as I am um I don't want to live with regrets I don't want to live with you know oh this was the last time I'd ever seen this person you know I shoulda woulda coulda 
you know, and, and play what ifs. Like, uh, I don't want to live my life questioning if I could have changed something or if I just could have been there or if I just could have said this or just could have done that or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to live my life with any regrets anymore. So I try to tell everybody, you know, everybody close to me that when, you know, when I'm leaving them, like I do tell them that I love them, you know, people that I just met or whatever, you know, when I say that, I hope you have a really good day. I truly mean it. I hope you have a good day. You know why? Because bad days are bad. Bad days are crappy. You know? Um, yeah, I, I would just, I would definitely just rather wish everybody a good day. And if they're not, I feel like that's something that leaves, that leaves a little space open for them to be like, well, you know, like, I'll try. Or, you know, when I ask somebody, are you having a good day? How is your day? And, you know, if, if they if they say anything less than, oh, it's the best day ever, or it's really good, or awesome, or whatever, it usually leaves room for them to be like, eh, it's been better. And that opens up a conversation to say, what's wrong? And just opens up that line of communication of, tell me what's wrong. I'm not the person that I'm going to ask you something and not care what you have to say. Like, I'm not just going to ask you how your day was out of courtesy. You know, because it's the right thing to say or it's the proper thing to say. Because we all need friends. We all need people that listen to us and that actually care about us and want to have conversations or when it comes to problems and situations, you know, anytime I talk to somebody that's like, hey, I'm really going through it or whatever, I offer I offer them and just say, you know, if if you need anything, let me know. Even if it's just calling me and having somebody to listen. And when I say that, I mean it like listening without the intent of replying. You know? Asking rhetorical questions, that's fine. You know, but but sometimes, like, we really do just need people just to sit and listen. Just listen. I'm really great at observing. I blame it on my ADHD, to be honest. I really do. Like, I can listen. I really can. But what sucks, too, is because, because of my ADHD... I can multitask inside myself. You know, like I can hear what you're saying, but when it's a 
this sounds really bad. And if you have, like, if you have ADHD, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you know somebody that has ADHD, you know what I'm talking about. If somebody is having a serious conversation with me, like a serious conversation, like bearing their soul, I cannot, I cannot look at them the whole time they are talking. And it's not because I'm not listening. It's because if I look at you and how you're talking, I'm going to start focusing on, wow, you really can't look at both eyes at the same time. Like when you're focusing on somebody and you're having a conversation, unless you become like tuned into it, like you're basically just fuzzy focusing on their forehead like in between their eyes the little section in between the eyebrows right there that's usually what you're looking at but no me I'm gonna like I'm gonna start listening to what you say but then I'm gonna be like wait they looked at the left eye the right eye left eye right eye left eye right eye oh my god or focusing on their nose or the way their mouth moves or their forehead or the color of their hair Or, you know, like, I'll just, I start focusing on other things because they are moving. So if you ever have a conversation with me and not just like, you know, just talking, whatever, goofing around, joking around, whatever, um, most of the time I'm going to look at you, but then I'm going to like stare off at something that isn't moving. You know, like there's a blank space in the wall or, you know what I mean? Just because like nothing is happening over there so I can look at it and not be distracted. But I have to do something else with my eyes in order for my ears to work properly. Like, does that make sense? Does that really honestly make sense? I hope it does. Like, if, if it does make sense, if you made it this far in the podcast, like, please leave a comment. You know, message me, whatever. Like, let me know that I'm not alone in this. (laughs) Oh, because it's a struggle. Because there's been times, like, there's been so many times where, you know, I'll talk to somebody and, you know, and I I focus off in the distance. And in the middle of their sentence, they'll just turn around and look like I'm looking at something interesting. And I'm like, it's literally just a blank wall. Like, nobody walked in. Like, nothing's just, just nothing's happening over there right now. Um. But I need to look at this while I'm listening to you. Oh, and it's especially really bad when I'm thinking about something. Like when it, when I talk and I'm thinking about something, I usually like, I usually look up. Like I'll look up. The little hamster is running on all, all four legs in my brain. Working. You know, loading downloading like that's that's honestly what I feel like I'm doing I'm looking up because I'm downloading information and hope that it translates out of my mouth properly which is why I tend to over explain everything but I also overthink a lot I think about everything I think about a lot of things I've spent the last like four or five days thinking about this podcast Because I'm like, okay, 
I need at least like one topic to start out on to talk about. And then everything else really just free flows from there. Like I don't, I don't really, I, I don't write down what I want to talk about. Like, oh, here's the news today, today in Seattle. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't do that. I really just think about a topic, what I want to talk about. Um, I've been trying to think about how to open it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I rehearse it in my brain. I'm like, yeah, that sounds so good. And then I get on here and press record and I'm like, well, that went out the window. No idea what I was going to say. Hi, guys. That's, I'm pretty sure that's just, that's just my life. It's, it's totally fine. But, yeah. Let me get back to the original topic. If you have friends or people in your life that don't want to hang out with you or do anything with you or invite you to anything because you have kids, find you some new friends. Because guess what? Your children are an extension of you. And if they don't love your children just as much as they love you, then you just need to let them go, boo. Let him go. You know? You know? I want people to know that I care about them. And if the only way that I'm ever actually going to see my friend is if her kids are there, then by golly, I am going to be with her and her children wherever we may find ourselves. Whether it's at her home or, why did I say home like that? <laughs> Whether it's at home or her house, I think that's how, <laughs> that's how that was supposed to come out. Or running errands together in her car, my car, or even going, I just got a notification, or even going to, I don't know, just like going to the park or... <laughs> Like, why did I say park like that? What is wrong with me today? I don't know. Doesn't matter what it is. I value that time together. And when they say that it takes a village to raise a child, this day and age, you need all the support that you can. You need all the love that you can from everybody that you love and trust. You know, she's going through a really, really hard time. And her kids are, I wouldn't say suffering. Her kids are in the middle of it because there's nowhere else for them to go kind of thing. And even though my friend gets frustrated and stuff like that, she still positively reinforces her love for her kids. And tries to explain the situation in the best way possible. But not lie to her kids. Like that's been the one thing that she's like. I would, I never, I never want to lie to my children. Um, so, I mean that being said. She's not going to sit there and, and tell her almost four year old. 
every gory detail about everything because it's not the appropriate age and she's not going to understand it and she's you know you just you just never know you never know what kind of impact that's going to have on your children as they get older um and she doesn't want to do anything to make her children view her uh the father of her children any different or any less because, you know, the experiences that she has with him are completely different than the experiences that her children are going to have with their father. If Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Um, I know some people, some people, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, she doesn't even have any kids. You're right. I don't have any kids. But, but I was a child once. I was a teenager once. And I'm currently an adult. I've known a lot of children, a lot of teenagers, and a lot of adults. And I can tell you the common theme is if you don't have positivity and trust and an open line of communication with anybody, especially when you're when you're raising the tiny people, you don't know what kind of damage that could possibly do. You know, you don't know what issues you could be developing in your child. So, um, like I said, I've known a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers, and a lot of adults. So, there's that. But, so yeah. I don't know how long I've been, I've been talking Hopefully not terribly long. Uh, but I do appreciate every one of you has taken time to listen to this podcast. If you would please like, share, subscribe, comment, give me a five-star review. Uh, you can follow me on all social media, I think. Link trees in my bio. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hope all of you have an amazing day. And if you've you've gotten value out of this podcast or you just like me again please like comment share subscribe leave me a five-star review (laughs) and all that stuff so um i love you all have a fantastic day